Bieber, very, very good. Come on, come on. Now, you don't say it with a sad face. You can't say very good with a sad face. You can't, you can't say very good with a sad face. You can't say very good with a sad face. Come put your neighbor down. Let's preach just for a few minutes. Preaching power, Holy Ghost. As we continue our series of this word and this book of the law, I would like to bring out some important truths that are going to lead you and to a bright future. When man was thought of and created by the counsel of the will of God, I like saying that. When man was made of and thought of by the counsel of the will of God, because he said, I have no one to work. I have no one to till. I have no one to till the ground. I have no one who can work what I have produced. I'm already preaching. He was going to make someone who can handle his assignment. That's you, my brother and my sister. When God made man, he made man to be able to handle his assignment. And that's something I want you to really get resident in your heart. We're handling his assignment. See, because sometimes when we, sometimes we think we're just all on our own and sometimes we believe that it's just us. But no, no, no. My brother and my sister, we are handling his assignment. He says, so I had no one to till the ground. I had no one to work what I had had. So notice the key words he says, I am not, he said, I'm going to make, not create. I'm going to make. In Genesis' account, God did not say, let's create man. He said, let's make man. In other words, something's already here, and I'm going to make what's, I'm going to take what's already here, and I make it happen. Some of your verses got to know in your heart, there's some things in your life that God says, you already have it here. I'm going to let you, I'm going to help you take what you already got and make it. I believe God can take old things and make new things happen. I believe God can step into anything and say, it may look like useless to you, but I'll just blow some wind of life into it, and I'll change it around for my every, for my own ingenuity, for my own creativity, for I can let you know that everything, that everything you ever needed is already here. That's why God just said, I didn't have to create man. He said, let's make man. Why? Because he spoke to the earth, and he told the earth, earth, bring forth. And God took out of something that was already there and said, I'm going to take what the earth did, and now I'm going to, I'm going to raise it a little higher. He gave man an assignment. We are going to take what we already have and what's already in existence. Can I prophesy to you that what you already have is going to be good enough to be great? Tell your neighbor, what I already have is going to be good enough to be great. I need you to write that in the chat. What I already have. Is going to be good enough to be great. But don't go, don't, you don't got to look for it. You don't got to search for it. It's already there. But let's make what we need, God said, but let's make what we need so, so, out of the ground. Let's make what we need in the image of us and in the likeness of us. So he said, let's make a human, a being, a man being, a, a person, a living being in our image and in, our, in, and in the likeness of us. And in the likeness of, and the likeness of us. See, we just not going to make him to relate to what, what things are already we're not going to make him just to relate to the things of the earth. We need him to relate to the things of us. 
And this is something, my brothers, I must bring out to you. That when God made you, he just did not make you just to relate to the things of the earth. Not just make you to be a natural man. Even though you are 100% natural man. But the Bible tells me that he spoke a word. And that word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was just not talking about Jesus. He was talking about you. You have to know you are a word wrapped in flesh, a speaking spirit. Why would you say that, Pastor? The Bible tells me that God breathed into a man's nostril and he became a living mind, a living soul, a breathing, thinking image of what God is. See, we are just not going to make him relate to the things of the earth, but we need him to relate to us. We're going to give him, we're going to give him, we're going to make him, we're going to give him the ability just like us. We're going to give him the ability to walk in the likeness of the supernatural. And in the image of the supernatural and the power of the supernatural and the creativity of the supernatural, of the counsel of the will of God. So we can never underestimate the power of this connection. Posture you, that's why this connection passes you for an image transfer. To walk in the image of God, to walk in the image of God, there must be an exchange. To your neighbor, this next step in my life has to be an exchange. The next step is a purpose, predestination. There must be an exchange to walk in the image of God. There must be an exchange to walk in the character of God. There must be an exchange to walk in his posture. There must be an exchange to replace your character. There must be an exchange to walk in the likeness of the counsel of God, of your will. I, I gotta go, I cannot go further. I have to stop and try to contemplate what kind of God is this, that, he, that what kind of God is it that he would think of you that way, that he would make you in his image and make you in his likeness. But I don't think we have delved enough in knowing what his image is and knowing what his likeness is because the Bible comes along a few chapters later a few a, a few decades later a few hundred years later and this writer named David says we are fearfully and wonderfully made my brothers and my sisters there must be something behind this type of conversation can I, can, I, can I suggest to you today, my brothers and sisters, if you and I are going to take the next step, we must know what, we must contemplate and, and find out what this really means. Because to walk in the likeness of God, there must be a spiritual aspect of this exchange because he is light. He a light shining in the dark world. And you are the light of my, you, the Bible says, you are the light of my, of my path and the lamp to my feet. You are the light of my illumination. The gospel of John says, in him was life. And life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness. And the darkness comprehended him not. Because my flesh sometimes cannot handle the likeness only my spirit can. Exodus says when, 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 Exodus says when Moses spent 40 days and 40 nights with God, living in the exchange of God, the testimony was when Moses came back, they had to put a veil over his face. Why? Because Moses was in the exchange of God for so much, and he was so intently about being in the exchange of God that they had to put something over his face. Why? Because his faith shined with the continence of the counsel of his will. I'm preaching here, my brothers and sisters. I want you to know that you can be with God so much that God can change the counsel. Oh, my God. His counseling. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's why I tell you, don't never be afraid of counseling. My brothers and sisters, I, I, can I tell you this? You should never be afraid of counseling. 
Sometimes the Bible says a wise man seeketh out counsel. Some people in the church, and I must say this, church folk believe, well, I'm going to get counsel, something wrong with me. No, I think you need a counselor and you need Jesus. Because you need somebody sometimes, now, now you can be to God all the time, but sometimes you need somebody on the earth that can identify with you, glory to God, that can identify with you, not only identify with you, speak a word to you, not only speak a word to you, pray for you, not only pray for you, go through it with you. Because some of you feel as though you're being, that you're all by yourself. But no, 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 my brother and my sister, somebody else, glory to God. We sung a song just a little while ago. Somebody else intercedes for me. Why? You need somebody sometimes to grab your hand and say you are not alone and you are going to make it. Can I tell you, my brothers and sisters, just right now, I just felt an unction to tell you, you are going to make it. But here is Moses. Moses was in, the, Moses in God for 40 days and 40 nights. And this testimony of why we are wonderfully and fearfully made because Moses was experiencing an exchange of God. Moses was experiencing the counsel of the will of God. Uh, he made him able to walk in his likeness. This is what happened to Moses. When Moses, went to, when Moses was spending so much time with God in the atmosphere of God. Hallelujah. His likeness was beginning to change. Not his physical form. Oh my God. Sometimes so the God's Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost inside of you want to People can see you, but they don't really see you. Can I say that again? People can see you, but they don't really see you. Even though they saw Moses, they saw something bigger than Moses. And I believe God wants to put something in you that's bigger. Oh, my God. That when they see you, they say, yes, I noticed that it's Nathan. But I see something about, I see a glow on Nathan's life. I see Pastor Tony, and I know that's Pastor Tony. But there must, there's a glow behind Pastor Tony. And I don't know why. See, that's why the enemy don't want you. The enemy don't want you to know God in a special way because he recognized that see he, he wants you to shout all day and I, and I will and I shout with the best of them glory God he loves you clapping your hands and I will and I do praise God but one thing the enemy don't want you to do is observe is speak what's in your heart concerning God because when you begin to speak what's in your heart concerning God now you're causing trouble why, why am I causing trouble because now I will believe what I'm around, I will believe what I, I say. The Bible says, uh, uh, so the man thinking in the heart, so is he. The enemy don't want you to be in the counsel of the will of God. Because when you're in the counsel of the will of God, you begin to move in places and begin to go through. And you begin to experience um, some openings in your life. Because I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, there is a time now that you've got to become unlocked. You cannot stay the same way. You've got to begin unlocked. A thing when we first got these cell phones, everybody was trying to get their phone unlocked. Why? Because when my phone got unlocked, I can do a lot of more stuff with my phone. And then you'll be amazed at what you can do when your phone get unlocked because your phone start doing stuff. You say, I didn't even know my phone can do that. Why? Because your phone got unlocked. And this is what God's trying to do to you. I need to unlock you because when you begin to be unlocked, you'll say to myself, I did not know that was in there. 
I did not know that I can do this. I did not know that I was capable. I did not know I can handle this kind of download. I did not know I can handle this kind of speed. I did not know that I can do this and do, I, cannot, I can multitask many things, not just one, not just two, but many things. And when you become unlocked, you'll begin to see, you'll begin to operate like God. And how does God operate? The Bible says he operates in many folds. He operates in abundance. Nothing, oh my God, one thing I love about God, he never Oh, my God. Even when he comes down to what your level is, he's still abundance. Even when he comes down to your sickness, he's still abundance. Even when he comes down to, your, even when he comes down to what you think mentally, he's still abundant. Can you imagine how it is that you begin to say, God, God, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, you can be in jail, but God will come in a jail cell. He can come just where you are, but while he's there, he's still yet abundance because he lives in abundance. My brothers and sisters, the counsel of the will of God here, and I'm going, I'm hurrying, I'm hurrying, I'm hurrying. It says here, let us explore likeness, the words likeness, the, 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 pitch, the dictionary explains it as the quality or the similarity or the resemblance of. Hebrew says the word likeness is dumak, fashion after. You know what fashion is? Fashion is dressed. You know what dressing is. Dressing is when, you, when, when you're wearing something and you go put something on. And they say, oh, my God. Look how nice it is. Nothing like when a brother get a nice suit, a nice tailor suit and some, and some nice shoes to go along, some nice cardamom colored shoes to go along with that suit. He dressed up. And when he, go, when he goes places, not only does his wife say he look nice, everybody in the room says, oh, he is so fashionably dressed. And what God is trying to say to you, I want you to go places and you be fashionably dressed. So that, you, that means that you're never out of season. When you're fashionably dressed, you're never out of season. And you're never highly overdressed and you're never underdressed. You are fashionably dressed. The Bible said you should be instant in season and out of season. And when you're in the likeness of God, he fashions you to be able to handle whatever climate there is. When you're, like, when you're, when you're fashioned by God, he, in other words, fashion also, it means it is stitched to your certain quality. See, when fashion happens, it's just something you just don't throw on from the rack. No, 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 no. No, it's, it's not a rack thing. It's a thing where he stitches it according to your make. Oh, my God. He stitches it according to who you are. He stitches it according to your movements and your operation, Miranda. He stitches it. And I want you to know, God, want, God is looking today in this season. He says, I'm searching for such a one who will worship me. God, it wants to fashion you. That's why he says, I want you to put on, I want you to take off the, I want you to take off the, guard of, uh, 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 um, the, um, the garments of heaviness and put on the garments of praise. Why? Because he's trying to fashion you a certain way. So that when somebody see you, they say to you, that looks nice. And what happens when I see you dressed fashionably? They say, if it looked nice on them, it'll look nice on me. When you want to buy a suit and it look good on him, you can say, I may not like the color. I may not like the color, but I can get something made just like that. So now your fashion becomes a witness. So now I want something just like they have. When you're in the likeness and the image 
of God. Here in the text, here in the text. I'm sorry. I don't mean to go, go, I mean to go like, I, I'm trying to help us. I'm trying to help us. God is talking to us. In the Hebrew, it means fashion like an external experience. This says that the word wants himself to show you through you. If you can dress, oh my God. You know also fashion is this way. Some of us have children and the children look just like you. They say, oh, he walks like you. He looks like you. Old folks said, don't you send me to court. Because if you send me to court, I'm going to tell that judge that that baby is his baby. It looks like him. It talks like him. It walks like him. It cries like him. It asks like him. It reaches like him. It look and tell this is his baby. God wants you and I to walk in the fashion of him, that we act like him, we walk like him, we talk like him, we cry. Oh, my God, we want like him. He wants to give us such an exchange. And I can't be, I, and, and I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, I cannot deny you. It, it should be such a I can't deny it change in your life. It should be such I cannot deny that I have been around the likeness of God in my life. And I believe what God wants is all this creature, all this creation. And that's why I believe also the earth is waiting for those who are in the likeness of God. Because God put whatever you need in this earth. He put a change agent in this earth. He put your money in this earth. So when, when you begin to get, when you have, your likeness is the access code to what God's going to give to you. Your, access, your likeness is the access code to what God's going to allow available to you. There has to be such an exchange and time of exchange that when you look like you have just, you, you look like you have just left his presence. In so much that even when they hear you, you sound like him. I believe God desires that for you when I'm hurrying. There are some powerful determinations, some powerful declarations, some powerful uh, uh, clarifications that God says likeness and image. Let's pay attention to this word called image. Image is the word that that defines a portrait, a picture, a depiction. I like how God uses this word because he says it's to have a picture. An image is a picture. Uh, uh, there is a quote uh, uh, that many theologians, have, that many great minds and sages have said, a picture can say a thousand words. Picture will cast a shadow of the person. And also a picture is that which you can recall what it used to be. A picture is also that thing you can say, oh, let me go back and look and see how far I have come. A picture is also one that casts a shadow. Is there anybody in the room that used to be, hallelujah, that can go back and find some pictures and say, oh, this is what I used to be. But look at me now. The image of a picture casts a shadow. The Bible says in Psalms 91, the Bible declares that under the shadow of the Almighty, Shall we abide under the shadow? Because the abide, I, I will abide under the shadow. Abiding means living in the shadow. So let us put this together. I will live in the shadow that I was living in the shadow. I will live in the casting of God. Have you ever been in a cast before? A cast is a sign to set, set what was broken. A cast is a sign to overset time. The cast will remove and help you get back what was broken. What was out of line? What was out of place? Because in your life, sometimes things get broken. And God's shadow is a cast. Let the Bible, the Bible says he will make the crooked way straight. And can I prophesy to you who are standing under this shadow 
You are standing under the casting of his image. And the word of God is getting ready to straighten things out. You are to your neighbor, neighbor is getting ready to straighten things out. Now, beloved God, here, here, beloved God, here is it. This key is a passage that I cannot get away from. The Bible tells me that in Genesis that God made man from the dust of the earth. And God brought you out of something that was productive. Notice this, that God made you from the dust of the earth. And the earth was already productive. Why? Because in Genesis 1.24, God said, let the earth be bring forth and if the earth is bringing forth that means the earth is already uh, the earth is already uh, the already a uh, productive to your neighbor I knew there was something different and special about you because when God made you he brought you out of something that already was being productive you came from earth and earth was already bringing forth and the earth that brings forth God called it good I noticed it in the text when I read that the earth that God had called to say bring forth he called it good and then God took what he called good and gave gave a body to it and put good in it and when he gave a body to it and put good in it. He took what was good and gave and gave it a place to dwell. Good God Almighty. He took God made a body and God took the body and put good in it. And when he put good in it, he gave good a place to dwell. And when he gave good a place to great when he gave good a place to dwell, he gave good an upgrade and he called it very good. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, in this next season of my life, you're going to see a very good. You're going to see a very good. See, because I'm telling you something. What changes seasons in your life is a word. Oh, my God. Can I help you right quick? What changes season is a word. What changes season in a Christian's life is not the chronic, it's, it's, not, it's not the time, it's not Christmas, it's not a fall, it's not autumn, it's not spring, it's not summer. What causes, we call it season changes in your life is a word. And when a word comes to your life, it changes your season. And so God took what was good and called it very good. To your neighbor, neighbor, the only thing, hallelujah, seeing the good, uh, I have not seen the good in you, but wait just a minute, it's not very far. To your neighbor, neighbor, what, what was in you before last time, it was, it was good, but I'm getting ready to see the very good in your life. I know, I know what I'm looking at right now, but I'm prophesying to you. Yes, I am prophesying to you as your brother and your sister, and I'm telling you, your next season, your next word, your next move, your next praise, your next prayer, your next dance is going to be the very good one. Not the, not the one you used to do, but a very good one. Tell your neighbor, I'm getting ready to give God an upgrade in all that I do because I realize that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I am in his image. I am, I am in his image. And, I'm in, I, and once I know about God, the being in his image, God says in his image, you cannot be very small. Some of you think too small. Some of you think that, you, some of you think that oh, because, uh, because I'm just in this human flesh, that I'm small, that, 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 that my ideas don't count, that my, uh, uh, that my innovations don't count, that my belief system don't count. Can I tell you, my brothers and my sisters, God did not call you very good just for you to stay where you are. And I don't think you ever heard, I don't think you've been hearing that, that God just don't call you good. He called you very good. And the reason why he called you very good is because he took the time to look in your nostrils. Oh, my God. And I, oh, I love this. He took the time to look in your nostrils, in your nose. He took the time to look in your atmosphere, what you breathe. And God said, no, I'm going to breathe into you. What I know is very good because I am already very good. And I'm going to take what I got and I'm going to breathe breathing into you. And because I'm breathing it into you, you got to know something that when I'm with my breath, get in your body. Thank you, Jesus. When his breath get in your body, you're going to be very good. That's why I love the song. And the song says, he's the air that I breathe. Good God.
God Almighty. How, and it's by his atmosphere, not a, I alone live. He's everything to me. Why? He's my breath. He's my breath of life. He's the air that I breathe. He's the atmosphere that created for me. And my God lets me know that I'm very, very good. And I want to tell somebody that's watching on the line today. And I want to tell somebody that's in the studio that your next season is going to be a very good season because you have come through the good. You have come through the bad. But your next best season is going to be a very good season. But that's why I must take time and talk to the survivors because some of you have just been surviving. All you've been doing all year is surviving. And you've been saying, if I can just get a quick breath, if I can just get a vacation, if I can just find a breath, I want you to know I come to talk to those who've been surviving and tell your neighbor, neighbor, my survive has taught me to give God a deeper praise. My survive has taught me to give God a greater praise. My survive has taught me to give God a deeper fast life. My survive has taught me to give God a richer prayer life. My survive has taught me to give God the very best that I got. Tell your neighbor for the very last time, my next is going to be very good. My next is going to be an upgrade from where I was. My next is going to be more than enough. My next is going to be, yes it will. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, run down the aisle. Slap your neighbor, high five, and tell him my next is going to be the very best of what I got to give. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, let me invite you already to the party. I don't know where it's going to be. I don't know how I'm going to host it, but I'm telling you, my celebration is getting ready to happen because my next is going to be greater than it used to be. My Bible tells me that he will, yes, he will, he will concentrate the time. Tell your neighbor, God will restore the years that the canker worm, the palmer worm, the locust, and the caterpillar has devoured. My next will be my coming out. My next will be great and holy. My next will be a move of God. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm going for the move of God. I'm going for the move of God. I'm preaching for the move of God. I'm pressing for the move of God. I'm running for the move of God. Tell your neighbor for the very last time. I'm moving to my very, and my very will be. Yes, it will. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor I'm living under 
the shadow of the most high I'm living under the shadow of the most high and I know as long as I stay I know as long as I live I know as long as I live my Bible says your Bible says his Bible says their Bible says in him I live and move and have my being my Bible says your Bible says their Bible says her Bible says his Bible says greater is he that lives in me than he that is in the world tell your neighbor my next is going to be very 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 good give god a praise my next my next is gonna be very good my next I believe God has the key to your moving to your next. I believe God wants to straighten things out for you. I believe that there's determinations and declarations over your life that yet to be explored. I believe with everything I have in me that God is going to do something great in this eighth month. Seventh month was the month, if you are a numerologist and you follow the numerology, Seven is the month of time of release. It's release month. Eight is new beginnings. And I'm telling you, there's no expiration date on new beginnings. And there's no expiration date on releases. And when God releases, it is guaranteed to find you. Because release is on an assignment. Can I say this to you? Release is on an assignment. And whatever God has released for you to do, it has to find you. But I believe release has found some of you, and he's telling God, he ain't receiving. And you need to receive what God has for you. It may come in a different kind of package. He may not come the way you expected him. But don't discount the gift. Story in the Bible talks about when he walked on the water and the disciples was mystified because when they had just left Jesus on the mountain, they saw him in his robe. They, they, they saw him in familiar attire. But when he came, they thought he was a ghost. But the thing they recognized the most about him was his voice. Because inside of his voice sounded just like him. Inside his voice was the image of him. And when God said, you are made in his image and his likeness, it cannot be small. It means very extreme. It means exceedingly. It means tremendous. It means immensely. It means vast. It means overly. It means in a high degree. This sounds like God. He is all that his name is and then his name is more. And when he breathed in you the breath of his life into your life, you became more than. 
And we spend so much time telling people what you ain't. We should spend more time telling people what they are. And I believe it'll change the dynamic of society. You should tell them, you are more than a conqueror. You are an overachiever. You are an overcomer. I know you don't got no money in your pocket. And I know your change is strange. And I know you in the mailbox looking and hoping, looking and hoping. And I'm going to tell you something. It's still, you are still very good. I tell the story and I'm, go, I'm going because first thing's going to come. I tell the story often of when God had me walk up on my bills. Not that I don't have any. But there's a moment in our life when God said, when God said, just walk on your bills and stop telling your bills, stop telling me about your bills and tell your bills about me. I'm giving you a true key here. You go get your bills at home and I'm telling you, put them on the floor and you walk on them and you tell your bills, you no longer have dominion over me. You tell your bills, you no longer have dominion over me. I know that you know that you were defeated at the cross of Calvary. And because you were defeated at the cross of Calvary, I have victory. And bills, let me tell you about my God. My God is a provider. My God is a way maker. My God is one who would wipe this all out just for me. You got to talk like that. You say, hey, you know what, Bills? God will wipe you all out just for me. Because this computer may be a foreign invader. And sure enough, I may be, I may have made that. But the Lord said, he paid it all. So some of you have to start telling yourself how to walk on that, how to walk on your bills. And I'm telling you, your life will change. But you can't stay there. Because if you just put God, God of your bills, it's what he'll be. But when you're putting the God of your life, that's when your whole life returns three, turns 180. Brothers, I pray this message has blessed you. Let me share it for him. He made a way when my back was against the wall. And I thought it was over. He made a way. The praise team sings, he moved mountains. He caused walls to fall with your power. You do miracles. There is nothing that's impossible. And we're standing here only because you you move mountains, you cause walls to fall with your power. You do miracles, there is nothing that's impossible. And we're standing here only because one more time you move mountains. 
cause wars to come. With your power, you do miracles. There is nothing that's impossible. And we're standing here only because. shape or form we're going to give our tithe and our offering and you know we do it digitally you can look there is ways to give on the string and I'm telling you if I was you I would not miss an opportunity to sow seed I would not miss an opportunity to share. I would not miss an opportunity to participate in what God is doing. You got to know. You got to know that God will make a way for you. So I'm asking you right now to prepare your, prepare your tithe and your offering. I'm asking you right now to prepare your tithe and your offering. And when you prepare your tithe and your offering, I want you to get in. I want you to put it in the air. I want whatever you got, digital screen, whatever you have, to put it, put it in the air. And we're going to confess together. We're going to confess together what God is going to do. Come on, put it in the air. Put your gift in your air. Let's talk, let's talk to it. 
Father, I thank you for what I'm about to give. You said that you would take what I have and you would give it back to me. Press down, shake it together, shall man give it to my bosom. I thank you, God. Today, I'm experiencing the overflow in my life. I'm experiencing glory, favor. I'm experiencing blessing. I'm experiencing health. I'm experiencing expansion. I'm experiencing multiplication. Manifestation, Lord. Make this happen for me. For Father, I give cheerfully. I don't pay anything. I give cheerfully. For you said you love a cheerful giver. Give your seed. And while you're giving your seed, I pray that God sends a change agent in your life. For the Bible says men shall give unto your bosom. That means your desire, the things on your heart. I pray that you run into a change agent. I pray you run to somebody to favor you. I pray you run to your next handshake. I pray you run to your next contract. I pray in the name of Jesus that it happens for you. In Jesus' name, first lady's going to come. In Jesus' name, I pray for you. And I believe it in Jesus' name. He moved mountains. He caused walls to fall. With your power, you do miracles. There is nothing that's impossible. We're standing here only because we made. Amen. Oh, well. Hallelujah. There's another part in that song that says, Don't know why, but I'm grateful. I don't know why you did it, God. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful for your favor. I'm grateful for your mercy. Hallelujah. I'm grateful. Hallelujah. My heart is grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. You didn't have to do it, but you did. You didn't have to heal me, but you did. Hallelujah. You didn't have to give me strength to make it through, but you did. Hallelujah. And like I said before, my daddy, hallelujah, is in charge. He is the king of kings. It's my daddy. I don't know about y'all, but way back in the day when I was little, I used to tell the kids, do you know who my daddy is? Don't mess with me. He'll come up here on you. My daddy is the king of kings, and he's the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. He heals me. He gives me peace. He gives me comfort. He gives me strength when I'm in need. He heals my body. Even at this very moment, I thank you, hallelujah, Father, for everything that you've done for me. I'm grateful, hallelujah, how you've made a way over and over and over again. You didn't have to, but you did. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Hallelujah. I'm grateful. I'm a living testimony that I'm standing here today. I'm grateful. God, you've been good. God, you've been kind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even when I was in the wrong, 
Hallelujah. Your grace and mercy. Hallelujah. And your favor continues to follow me and will all the days of my life. I greet you in the name of Jesus. I'm so glad that you decided to join Pop on this evening. Thank you for your time. Hallelujah. I pray that your soul has been blessed by the word of God and the praise and worship that has gone forth. I pray that you are encouraged this week to go ahead and make it through. Hallelujah. I feel like running on to see what the end's going to be is what my grandmama used to say. Hallelujah. He didn't bring me this far to leave me. So I believe I'll run on. I think I'll stay in the race. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you, my brother and sister, to stay in there. Hang on in there. Hallelujah. Hang in there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Look to the hills. Hallelujah. From which cometh your help. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to remind you of our announcements on this evening. We are still in connection with Desire Thy Portion Ministries. We are still in need of items. Please see the screen for what we need. We are in need. Desire Thy Portion is great, great, great soldier of the Lord. We are in need of t-shirts and shorts and jeans. Whatever your heart desires to give. Blankets, we're coming up on winter. God's people will need blankets, hats, gloves, whatever you have to give. And if you just don't have a physical item to give us, to meet us, you can go ahead and cash up our sister soldier, Darlene Adair. Amen. Hallelujah. She'll be waiting. She'll be waiting on those donations so that she can help God's people. She can help our brothers and our sisters that are in need. We are also still in connection with Solutions of Life Ministries, offering counseling in any and every area of your life. Another soldier in the army of the Lord, our pastor sister Cynthia Terry, she will give you the word, hallelujah, and what the word, what God has to say about it. She will see you through, hallelujah, if you just need somebody to talk to, if you're having a hard time, I vouch for this lady. I trust her with my very life. And again, I'll keep saying she assisted me on a very horrible time earlier this year. Hallelujah. And it's because of the favor and mercy of God that rests upon her life. She is able to offer this service. Hallelujah. And we are able to connect with her pop. Hallelujah. And Solutions of Life Ministry. So I encourage you to take advantage of this ministry. It's so many of us that are suffering and just need somebody to talk to. And I just want to encourage you, whatever the financial need is, I don't want that to be a burden to you. Place a promise, Pop will pick that cost up for you. So please reach out to us or either her information is directly on the screen, amen. We are still in need of a home. We are still running our campaign. Hallelujah for our home and for the items that we'll need to put in our home, our building. Amen. I'm so excited about it. I'm just so excited. I'm just so, I'm just so excited. I just feel like doing a dance. I feel a hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord Nathan, I'm out of breath. Can't you hear me? 
I need somebody to dance for me. But Pop's building for everything, hallelujah, that God's going to fill in that building. I need, hallelujah, thank you, baby, Orton. Hallelujah for dancing for me on today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just feel victory in the house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I encourage you to give on this
Hallelujah. We'd love to share. I love you, love you, love you with the love of the Lord. I'm sending virtual hugs and kisses to all of y'all. And I can't wait to see y'all in the building so I can put my hands on you. Amen. I love you. Yeah, we bless you. We bless you. And I want you to know we we are excited about what God is going, what God is doing. Um, we can't wait to show you. We can't wait to show you. And everybody's probably saying, Pastor, why are you so calm? Because I'm always the one that always tell all the secrets. And I'm always the one that tell everything. But I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. But believe you me, I've been already dancing. And I've been thanking God for what he's about to do in our, in our life. Because it just, it just it blows me away that just three years ago, just three years ago, it didn't take God long. It take God long. So you pray for us that the enemy, pray for us. We pray for you. All right. We bless you in Jesus' name. We're going to let you go. We bless you in Jesus' name. We thank God for what he's doing, how the kindness of God and what he's his favorite on our life. I am in awe and I am in a place where I'm telling you, I think our first serve, we probably just want to eat, we, I'll probably just lay on, lay on the floor and roll. Just lay on the furthest and roll. And they be like, Pastor's wrong with you. I just want to roll. Lay on the service and roll. Because I, I really, I'm expecting God to do something so, so incredible. In my heart, I expect that God to do something great. We're going to let you go. We, we bless you in Jesus' name. I, um, for your prayer request, Janet, we're praying for your sister Lois. Even in, even now, can I tell you that the angel Lord is already there, meeting her at where he is, and immediately her blood pressure is coming down. Even now, even now, when they get to the hospital, Doctor said, "Well, we don't know what it was, but it's passed now. Watch and see. Watch and see." watch and see. Teresa, we got you in, our, in your prayers. I'm praying for you because what happened to your son three years ago. But your disappointment then, God's going to return your laughter. God's going to return your laughter and you're going to see you're going to laugh again. You're going to laugh again. You're going to laugh again. And you're going to see the glory of the Lord in the land of the living. Hear what pastor says. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. And also, we thank God that we have, that we have seen, um, I remember a couple years ago, maybe like last year, a year before last, I think it was last year, year before last, before the pandemic, spoke, God spoke a word to our, our minister of music about his son. And God answered prayer. It's incredible what God can do. But I got another word that I'm going to share with him. That it won't be long till you may got to get another room for him to come and stay with you. Watch. Y'all watch. I know he thought I said he's going to get another baby. I know he, he got nervous. He, 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 he missed about five chords. <laughs> he missed about five chords when he thought I was going to say. <laughs> but oh, no, 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 no. I don't feel that in the spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank the Lord Jesus.
Oh, praise the Lord. God is so funny. I love it. I love it. But I'm telling you, my brothers, I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, the place of promise is on its way. We are just a few days from signing contracts. Just a few days. And whatever God has for us, it is for us. And we are excited about it. We're excited about it. We're excited about it. We're going to see what God does. I'm praying for you. Come on. Um, do me a favor. If you could stand up in your house, wherever you may, just stand up. I'm going to pray for you. Stand up. We're getting ready to go home. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you've been kind. You're always good. Life throws us curveballs. But you've always been good. Life throws us stuff. But somehow or another, we make it through. We find our way through. We know God is good. And we give God glory and we give God praise because of who he is and what he is to us. And we thank him for it. For the best is yet to come. And your next will be very good. And your next will be very good. We believe God. We trust God. We go in grace and peace. And we send the blessing of God over your life. For all you seed sowers, we send the blessing and the grace of God over your life. For we shall see an overflow. And you shall see a great beginning in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we give God glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Go in grace. Go in peace. We love this church. We love God's people. You are.